the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Of learn to buy and sell cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. Don't touch that dial. This is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. I'm a different kind of preacher, maybe. I'm going to tell you the good, the bad, the ugly about the car business, but I'm going to put it with scriptures. I'm going to put it with common sense. And the Holy Spirit has led me and guided me in this show. Everybody in the world told me I was crazy doing what I do. But let me tell you something. When the Lord gets behind a process, gets behind a purpose, gets a, behind a vision, it comes together. My friends, my my family, my employees, everybody told me I was crazy for getting out and telling the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business. But I love Proverbs 1.5, let the wise listen and add to the learning, because I I tell you, there's so much out there that's going on in this world. I talk about Jeremiah 5.30.31, and the, and the land has become horrible and crazy, and the prophets, the prophets are prophesying lies, and the people love it. Boy, that was written 2,600 years ago today, and it's more true today. But it's the last words of that verse says, And what will you do at the end? Will you accept Jesus Christ where he'll change your life like he changed mine? We're going to talk a little bit about my healing, my inner healing, the change in my life. How Jesus Christ took me from a taker. Takers are never happy, never content, never pleased. Oh, woe is me. Everybody's against me. You know what? Nobody can get along with me. It must be them, not me. And to a giver. Giving back, loving. You know, what excites you? Who do you love? Yeah, who do you love? Do you love yourself more than ever, than serving? Do you love yourself so much you get excited when you're serving yourself? Are you giving to yourself? You know, I get excited giving. Giving back to others, helping people, being their mentor, giving everything I've got to serve because I'm going to tell you something as a taker I never wanted to serve God could care less but as a giver I want to give I want to love I feel sorry for people you know when you're a giver you realize how everybody's different everybody's got baggage everybody's got problems and let's help let's unite let's love love no matter what they say no matter what they do, serve no matter what they say, no matter what they do. I don't care what people say about me. Let me tell you something. You can't offend me because Jesus Christ, he looks at the lamb. He doesn't look at the person. When the Old Testament talked about when they brought into the priest the lamb, he didn't look at the the person, the issues that we carry, the issues we still have, the little hidden secrets, the little hidden sins that we have. He looks at the Lamb, and the Lamb's Jesus Christ. I tell you what, he was there. He's, I'm a 100% walking testimony of him because let me tell you something. I had a Bible study in New Brownsville, Texas. I'd, local people wouldn't come to my Bible study. The reason is my reputation was too bad. Finally, I got a preacher in there named Phil Jones. He had a large church here in San Antonio at one time. And he started coming to my Bible study, and he started telling people he knew in New Brunswick, he is changed. you got to come see. Well, people couldn't believe it. But when when Jesus gets a hold of you, he'll take you to a giver. He'll make you a new person. Do you want to new, be a new person in Christ? Do you want to turn loose your emotions of having to own somebody or something? Oh, I'm so excited. What makes you excited? Is giving making you excited or won't give yourself or want others to give to you? Hand it to you on a silver platter. Not me. I, hey, I love what I do. I love giving back. I love serving. And I, I've been an usher for 22 years at Cornerstone Church. I love meeting people, touching people, greeting people. Hey, and I didn't show up one week. And everybody's concerned I was sick. People care about you. I mean, when you're there and you, you're smiling face, you're happy to give, you're happy to serve. 
I've, I love my Bible study people. I love, hey, I love my listeners. I learn from you. I want to hear from you. I want to talk to you. I want to be understanding what your needs are, understanding what I need to relate to you, how we need to change your attitude, your buying system, your buying ways. Hey, it's your hard-earned money. I talk about buying and selling cars because that's my life. That's my testimony. But that's my giving back to you, helping you understand your purchases, helping you to understand that car dealers are not your friends. I got news for you. If money's involved, they love you. We love making money on you. You're my best buddy. And I talked a little bit about I was on 930, the answer a while ago from 7 to 8, and how to elevate emotions and excitement. Use a subtle but not so subtle emotions clues every customer indulges in to get excited about vehicles and features that you know they'll love. Man, this is two pages of highlighted stuff that I could talk to you about. Customers indulge in every every number of types. There's all kinds of emotions. There's clues. There's there's uh, emotional clues. Hints at every stage of the buying process. And the most productive sales pros turn ho-hum presentations into stimulating conversations by gathering that emotional information and talking to you about what really is important to the customer because the salespeople get excited about making money on you. There's two full pages of how to sell you on your emotions. Are your emotions making purchases your back pocket can't handle? Oh, man, it, I can handle a payment just comes too often every 30 days. Hey, we need to make better decisions. And tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your relatives, tell your kids, do not do a title loan. Worst investment in the world, 330% interest, and people don't realize that. they got to have money. The emotions get it. i got to solve this problem with money. And you run out and you get a title loan that's 330% interest, 95% of them get repoed. Uh, you can't overcome it. After six payments, you pay back more than you borrowed, and you still owe 22 payments. You borrowed 5000 You pay back 25000 Horrible. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, go to learntobuyandsellcars.com and follow the easy process, and I'll make an offer on your vehicle. You need to know exactly what your vehicle's worth. Tend to your problem. Get it solved and get you cheap transportation so you don't lose it all. And you will lose it all. And uh, I'm going to give you the phone number. I forgot the phone number on here. We, we can talk about something. Uh, I've got it written around here somewhere. But anyway, I'll find it. We'll talk to you. We'll answer any questions. We'll talk about my past. Uh, we'll talk about forgiveness because my life testimony is forgiveness. My dad... Uh, bless his heart. He received Jesus Christ before he passed away. But he didn't. his mother died when he was born. His dad died when he was 12 years old. So what in the world did he have lived for? Well, he lived for. He never knew a mother's love. And he lived to party and enjoy himself so much that he that was his life. But he was hard on me. And he never was at home. And there was an issue between us. I was never good enough, never right, never the right situation, never the just, you know. And and I was his slave, and and that was fine because I wanted to be around him. But his his guilt, his, his issues would carry on to me. And in 1987, my dad and I sat down, and we forgave each other. Three hours of crying, and I hate to admit it, but we was drinking. And... Uh, Three hours of crying and forgive each other. That day, my life changed 100%. My life changed. Let me give you a phone number just in case you want to call. 210-340-9585. 210-340-9585 is the number here if you want to talk. And get a pen and paper because I'm going to do something I've never done. I'm going to give you my mobile number in a little bit. I've never turned it out on the on the radio. But because of KSLR, because of the response, because of the Christian people who contacted me this last six, seven days, I'm going to give out my mobile number so you can have my number personally. But I'm going to give that out in a minute. But the number here is 210-340-9585. There's a lot of father-son situations just like mine. Dad's always right, son's always wrong. And you're trying to live up to make 
you're trying to prove yourself. And your dad, he's trying to live his own life. He never could. He never knew a mother's love. Never, he he had issues of always running around, spending his money. Didn't support us. My mother had to support us. And in '87, we both forgive each other. My life changed that day because God's word is so true. He released me of that bondage. He released me of those problems, issues, and I had the desire to do what was right. Before I didn't. I was a taker. I didn't care. I didn't care if I was doing wrong. I didn't care if I manipulated you. I didn't care if I took advantage of you. But that next day, I knew the difference between right and wrong. You ever had that feeling when you know what's right or wrong and you want to do what's right? Not wrong, but right. I wanted to do what's right. But you know what? I didn't. I wasn't saved. That was in 87. I got saved in 94 watching Pastor Hagee on TV. And so... I was so thrilled to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. But that seven years, I was a different person. That seven years, I was growing and understanding. That seven years, my ministry was coming together. Are you out there somewhere lost? Your ministry's working. And God's got a plan and a purpose for you. Everybody thought I was crazy to do what I'm doing. But I tell you what, Jesus Christ knew where I was going. He knew the end from the beginning. He knew that I was working on my ministry. He knew that he, I was going to accept him and forgiveness. I told you before a little bit, some people have missed the past shows. I think you can go to podcast on her and get the past shows. But 99% of unforgiveness is causes addictions. So if you've got an addiction problem, find out who you got a problem with. I've got a lady that worked for me. Name's uh, Martha. Sweet, sweet lady. Sweet lady. And I kept telling her the addictions and smoking, just smoking, was due to she had some unforgiveness of somebody in her. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Well, her and her husband started going to church, and she accepted Jesus Christ again and got baptized. And got into inner healing, and I teach inner healing. You're going to hear about inner healing on this show because it's so vital in my life, changing me, changing my emotions, changing my feelings, changing my attitude, changing me from a taker to a giver. Inner healing. She went inner healing because I explained it to her, and she found out who that problem was, and she forgave them. And you know when you totally forgive somebody, you want the best for them. You want them happy. You want them to get the best and have the best and be the best. And she's accepted, and that's changed. That's that's what we've got to do. Plant those seeds in the people to help them. The joy I get out of this radio show is helping people make better decisions, helping people realize that unforgiveness. How important is unforgiveness in your life when you walk into a dealership? You got me, me, me on your mind. You got unforgiveness on your mind. Yes, you think it's clear, but that little that little demon's in there bugging you. He'll pop up about the time you think, hey, isn't this a boy, this is a gorgeous car. You've lost that love and feeling. You ever had an automobile or a truck you thought you're going to love the rest of your life? And the payments came every 30 days and you're sick of it? Well, sometimes we lose that love and feeling, but our emotions bought something that back pocket couldn't pay for so you're sitting in this car automobile every day got your wheels your hand on the wheel and you're turning it and you're saying oh man another payment's due are you do you love it you still got that loving feeling oh man i'm gonna hey this little light of mine i'm gonna let it shine i want to open up your mind I want you to clear up your mind. Forgive everybody. I mean just everybody's got an issue because I got news for you. Those people that you got ought against, they don't know. They don't care. I talked about David Pendergraf who drank a quart of whiskey a day. A day. And But we helped his daughter off of drugs. We got her issues out of her. And she wouldn't fight him. They used to fight like men. The police used to have to come to their, their house. But we got her off of drugs, got him cleaned up. He came to me and he said, hey, said I, I want what my daughter's got. And I said, well, let's sit down and talk about it. So we sat down and we talked about it, and I figured out who he had problems with. I said, you got to forgive your dad and your ex-son-in-law. I'll never forgive Tony. I said, I know Tony. Let's go get Tony and let's tell him how miserable you are. 
Let's see if he, is he going to smile? Is he going to be concerned? Is he going to be unhappy? What's he going to be? Oh, he don't care about me. I said, well, why you care about him so bad? You're letting him control your mind. That's the key. These people control your mind. Are you trying to buy something and impress somebody that you got awed against? Are you trying to impress your ex-wife? Are you trying to give something to yourself because, oh, I missed something all my life? Oh, I've never had a new car. Oh, man, and then you lose that love and feeling for that car. Oh, I'm going to keep it forever. I'll love this car forever. And three years later, you hate it, and you're still making payments. Hey, payments have gone to 84 to 108 months. Can you be in prison that long? Can you carry... Can you carry a relationship that long? I got a buddy bought a new truck, 84-month payment, and he's never been married longer than about three years. Took this last time he's five because it took two years to get a divorce. I said, man, you can't carry a relationship for three years. Now you're tied to this truck for 84 months? Are you going to love it that long? Oh, I'm going to keep it forever. Bulloni, you're going to fall out of love with it. It's not going to be. It, you know, we, we search for stuff. Let me tell you, insecure people, you ready for this? It's going to mess your mind up. Insecure people chase after love. Secure people attract love. Which one are you? I was insecure. I knew. I, but I, I realized where I was. I can look back and see how insecure I was, chasing after love, chasing after things, trying to satisfy myself. Wow. But now I attract love. I could care less what anybody thinks about me. I could care less because this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. I'm going to be the best I can be. And if you like it, thank you, Lord. If you don't like it, try to learn something. Try to understand where I'm going and what I'm doing, direction I'm going. Are you helping somebody? Are you letting your light shine? Are you really out there to help people to give and not expect anything back? Are you really there to love everybody? And not worried about if they love you or not? Are you really ready to tell the truth whether it hurts or not? Sometimes the truth hurts. Sometimes we gotta hey, sometimes we gotta examine ourselves and tell the truth on ourselves. You ever examine yourself and found out you was in the wrong direction, wrong emotions, wrong everything? Why? Where are you at today? Do you understand? Hey, I've been there. I've walked these shoes. I've done what you're thinking. I I won't bring up anything I can't back up, and I won't bring up anything that I haven't examined myself on. And most of the time, it was a, I was a train wreck. I mean, I, I at one time there wasn't enough money. At one time there wasn't. A, I had the best cars. I built the best cars. I can build a street rod. I can build a Corvette. I I buy and sell the good, the bad, and the ugly. I just had a gentleman call me. I talked to a gentleman about a rare car. I just talked about another gentleman about a 76 Eldorado convertible. I'm about to go look at a collection of cars. But you know what? It's helping, being fair, and being honest that matters to me versus before. Hey, man, what can I outdo this guy? Why can I buy it so cheap? I had a lady call me on a special interest car not long ago. She said, I need to know my husband passed away, and I've got a 55 Chevrolet. And everybody tells me it's worth ten to 12000 I'd like you to look at the car and tell me what it's worth. I go over and I look at this car, and she's with her daughter and her son-in-law. And she said, everybody tells me it's worth ten to 12000 I said, ma'am, I'm going to give 18000 for the car, but let me tell you something. You can sell this car, number one. You're the owner. Number two is your husband's car. But you need to put this car up for about twenty three, twenty four thousand and the first twenty one, twenty two thousand shows up. Sell it. But let me tell you how to do it. Number one, don't let anybody know where you live. Number two, don't let anybody see the title. Number three, get a picture of the of their driver's license, get them to send you a picture of their driver's license so you know who you're dealing with, and go to a police station, go to a fire station, and take somebody with you. Take your daughter and son-in-law with you to show that car, and make sure that customer can pay for that car. Have you got cash? Are you ready to buy the car? I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to show this car. Make sure they don't know follow you back home. Hey, this is a dangerous situation. Arizona, Ohio, all over the United States, there's places that people are stealing the car because the people, they know where they live, they see the title, they go back in there and they wipe the people out, they beat them up, kill them, and steal the car and the title, and they're gone. 
So you've got to watch out when you sell something, especially something that's over $15,000. You don't think somebody won't kill you for your car? I got news for you. It's happening all over the United States. But I want to, I want to tell you the truth. So I told her, I said, I'll give 18000 If you don't sell the car, try it 30, 60 days. I'm still a buyer in 60, 90 days on this car at $18,000. Don't listen to your friends because it's worth more than ten or $12,000. And she sold it right away. She got her 22000 She was happy. Called and said, Mr. Adams, what owe you? I said, call 20 people, tell them to listen to my show, and 20 people to go to my website. That's all I want. I want to spread the gospel. I want to spread the word. I want to spread the truth of what's going on in the car business because, hey, I've got dealers that make ten to 20000 a week on trades they don't want. But they're trained to beat you up. Oh, you don't want your car anymore. Nobody else is going to want it. Nobody's going to buy it. Oh, it's got too many miles. There's no need for it. It's got dents. It's got scratches. It needs this. It needs that. They're trained to tell you that. That's why I launched LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. If you describe the car pretty well close to it, I'm going to give you what I offer on the car. Go to my website. Follow an easy description of your car, and I'll make you an offer on the car. And if it's brand new and nicer than you describe, I'll give more money. I had a lady show up with a car, and she said, I want more money for my car. I said, that's fine. Let me see it. She brought it, and it was brand new. I gave her more money for the car. Now, if you've got issues, I've got a guy brought me one that needed a transmission. Well, in order for me to sell it, I might fix the transmission. So we cut it back for me fixing the transmission. I still bought his car. He needed to sell it. But you need to know what your possession is worth. You paid for it. You own it. Don't let Autotrader.com buying center beat you up. What they do, they entice you to come to the lot. They're trained to put your VIN number in, cut your price, pick you every little dent. It's a used car. It's used and abused. It's not brand new. It's not $40,000, $50,000. I want to be fair with you. I'm going to make money. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to make some money on it. No, I'm not going to get rich, but I want you to know what fair market is, and I want you to, I've got to give enough to make you happy and to make me a little money. Now, if you want to, after you find out what it's worth, you want to sell it on your own, add some money to it. Hey, and sometimes I'll even tell you, I had a lady the other day said, Randy, you're 2000 from what I need for the car. I said, you need to sell it on your own, ask 3000 more than what I offered, be ready to get to 2000 less. I said, but here's a key. If you got somebody that wants to buy your car and needs to sell their car before they can buy your car, come to me or get them to go on my website, learn to buy and sell cars.com, follow these descriptions. I'll make an offer. I'll buy their car and order them to buy your car. And I've done that a bunch here lately because a lot of people are sitting on fifteen, twenty, thirty thousand dollar cars. They can't handle the payments no more. They need to get rid of it. They sell it, but the person needs to sell the one that they're they in order for them to buy theirs. So I buy that car. Go to the other side of learn to buy and sell cars dot com. Easy way of teaching you how to buy a car. It's the basics. There's that's why you have to listen to my radio show. There's other things that we need to come up with, but it. First off, find your credit score. Go to ftc.gov. Don't go to any other site that can steal your identity. Go to ftcfranktommycharles.gov. Get your credit score. Look at your credit. Make sure there's no issues in it. Uh, I've talked about it several times. A guy had he would go to the health uh, workout fitness uh, groups, and his friends would be somewhere else, and he'd drop that one and go to the next one. And he had some charges built up that he didn't know he owed. And so what did he do? He, his credit went down. So he looked at his credit, found it, cleared that up. His credit score went up. He got a better interest rate. You need to watch your interest rate on what you're buying because you need to know exactly what it's going to cost, how long you're going to pay, what you're going to do with the money. Hey, what's investment's going to be worth? Figure out, hey, if you got a 24-month note, figure out what a car is, what you're buying, add some miles to what you're buying, figure out where you're going to be set so you'll know what the car's worth. Loss of value. The worst investment we can make on earth is an automobile. It eats money, loses money, breaks, costs insurance. It's, it's, a, it's a battle every day. So you need to know there's, there's a hundred different angles at buying a vehicle. And we want to teach you each and every one of them. So tell the people, go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Thank you, 
uh, 6.30 a.m., the, the Word, for giving me an opportunity to come on here and do a little preaching, do a little educating. I want to be your mentor. Steve Sorensen may be with me a little bit every once in a while, pastor of Cornerstone Church for years. Hey, he was my mentor in my life a bunch. Man, he he helped me. He made me dissect myself, examine myself, kick myself in the rear, try to make me a better person. I'm working on it. I'm getting better every day. I'm working on it because I'm not there yet. None of us are perfect. None of us are knowing exactly what we're doing. This is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com, 6.30 a.m. The answer. Hey, go to Facebook. You want to find out when my next times are? We're on Sunday, several places. Hey, we're going to be early Sunday morning in Austin because there's a race going on my normal time. But be sure and tune in to us. Every show's different. And I, I just love you, San Antonio. I love. I hope I'm making a difference in your life. I hope I'm doing the job I want to do. I hope I'm the person you need to lean on and understand. I want to educate you, be the best I can, but you need the Holy Spirit to give you that wisdom. And wisdom's not affected unless you put it to work. You make it work. You use it. You understand it. God bless you. Tell your friends and neighbors to tune in to us. We love you, San Antonio. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is an auto dealership where you can buy from a dealer that truly cares most about your complete satisfaction before and after the sale. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's most exclusive and prestigious award, the President's Cabinet Award for 2013, 2014, and now 2015. This award recognizes operational superiority, high-volume sales, and most importantly, outstanding customer satisfaction. At North Park Toyota of San Antonio, we feature hassle-free, no games, no gimmicks, posted pricing every day on every vehicle. We don't mark them up just to mark them down. Every new Toyota comes with complimentary Toyota care, two years or 25,000 miles of no-charge maintenance with a complimentary car wash. And we will buy your car even if you don't buy ours. Appraisal purchase offer valid for 10 days from the date of appraisal. North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South, exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. Now, back to Randy Adams and learn to buy and sell cars on AM630 KSLR. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams again, learn to buy and sell cars.com. And North Park Toyota is the dealership that I use with hassle-free auto buying. We have a service that we do all in negotiating. You don't even have to walk into the dealership. 80% of the people make a purchase that they don't intend to make. So we, you do it at home. You decide. We work with you. We make sure that it fits your budget. We make sure your credit's good. It's hasslefreeautobuying.com. We're having great uh, success with it because so many people take the fear out of walking in the dealership, walking in the F&I. We're going to have an article about uh, the guy, one of the head camper people in the world, talking about how much money they make in F&I. Dealerships make a lot of money in F&I, so so many people are scared about walking in the dealership. But North Park Toyota is the one I use for hassle-free auto buying because they tell the truth. They're one of the 20%. I tell you, 80% will rip you off. 20% will tell you the truth and take care of you. Well, North Park Toyota is one of them. I've been doing business with Merle for 40 years. Uh, We've done great business together. I've never really had a problem with him, and he's a great guy. I love North Park. But let me tell you something. They're looking for young Christian people or middle-aged who want a career change, who's undecided about what they want to do. They've got a lot of opportunities out there selling cars, make-ready, mechanics. There is so much, but he's looking for the young or the energetic or the productive Christian person. And, I mean, if you're 50 years old and you want a career change, that's an opportunity. Go out there and talk to Merle. Hit Merle's number is 210-275-7602. Give Merle a call. You're going to love talking to him. You're going to love dealing with him because he is a good guy, and he's a great, great person to deal with. And if you have any other questions, give me a call at my office, 830-625-7159. And now for my mobile number that I've never given out on radio before, and because I love KSL listeners so much, because you're a Christian, because you want to be productive, because you want to learn, because you want to grow, my phone number, my mobile number is 830 708 
4789. Now, just in case I'm busy because my phone will blow up sometimes, leave a message or keep calling. You can keep calling. It doesn't matter to me. But I love to talk to my listeners, love to answer any questions, anything. We had tremendous response Monday and Tuesday. This is our fourth show on this radio uh, station. And I want to thank KSLR. Uh, 6.30 a.m. I want to thank Barry. I want to thank Baron. I want to thank everybody. I mean, uh, I want to thank Mike Payne uh, because they took a chance on me. And, you know, putting a car dealer with all these preachers might be a little dangerous, you know. But I guess they listened to me enough on the last show. They got a little confidence in me. They wasn't scared of me no more. So I want to be uh, I want to be that person. And that's why I talk about forgiveness, getting your mind cleared, you know. What is inside of you? Is that that old bitterness? You know, I'm talking about bitterness. Do you walk through this world with bitterness? Is that that unforgiveness? Unforgiveness kind of smooths itself in there. And it don't pop its head up all the time. Hey, I tell you, I know. I lived in rage. I lived in anger. I had people fearing me. I had a bad temper. I got news for you. Years ago, if you crossed me, I'd put you in the hospital. I played football, I weighed 150, and I'd hit you for every ounce that I had. I had that anger and rage in me, but I couldn't control it. I couldn't. It didn't control me. It, it lived inside of me, and it'd pop its ugly head up every once in a while. Mercy, mercy, mercy. I just couldn't get enough of nothing, zero. But when Jesus Christ changed my life, changed my heart, changed my attitude, are you in prison with bitterness? Is that your roommate, bitterness? It shows up whenever it wants to, and it feeds off of you. It's good for nothing. That roommate that don't pay no rent, you ever had one of them? You had some freeloader riding on you, not doing nothing but causing pain and misery? Well, that's what unforgiveness is. I know. It lived with me. I understood the situation. But that's why I want you to clear your mind. Forgive everybody. Live longer. Forgive everybody. You're the one carrying the issue. You're the one that walks into a dealership with your mind all messed up. Oh, I want to reward myself. I deserve it. I work hard. We all work hard. But, I mean, let's get some common sense, some basic sense in the purchases we make. The worst investment we make on earth, it eats money. It costs money. Insurance, maintenance, breakage, loss of value. I talk about these people. A good friend of mine just bought a $78,000 truck. Asked me what it's going to be worth in three years with 100,000 miles, and I told him thirty grand. He said, I'm going to lose 48000 I said, the good news is, Bubba, you wrote a check. Best kind of car is a paid-for car. Bad news is, yeah, you're going to lose 48000 He said, oh, man. I said, well, there's only two kinds of cars, afford and can't afford, and the good news is you can afford it. The bad news is some of them can't afford it. It's misery, and you've got to drive it every day. You've got to look at it every day, and every 30 days the payment shows up. Oh, man, what are you going to do? How do you change your emotions? How do you change your feelings? And you walk into these dealerships. I just read that article about selling you on your emotions, your feelings. They're prepared. Hey, and guess what? They do a study. The, the homework, besides all the emails, besides all the classes, because all the meetings, I mean, they're, they're, they're training all day long. But, I mean, it, it talks about calling the sole customers. And question them about how what they like about the car, how they liked about the service. There's also a great opportunity to uncover any potential issues and, more importantly, ask for referrals. By training your sales professional to apply these theories and practices to every interaction with every customer, your sales will soar. You won't be able to contain your excitement because you're making so much money on poor little innocent people. Hey, I want you to be an educated, calm, cool, collected, in control of your emotions and your buying purchases. I don't want you to be a preferred customer. You're going to hear some radio guys on talking about preferred VIP. A lady who used to be in my Bible study know how busy I was. She didn't know about hassle-free auto buying that we save her thousands. A little mistake will cost you thousands. A big mistake will cost you ten thousand with a dealer, and you got to. That's after-tax dollar. Remember, that's you got to go make thirteen, fourteen thousand to pay that ten thousand. That's not counting interest. So here, this little old lady walks into one of those dealerships that's preferred VIP. She had her VIP card with her. She was so proud of that VIP card. She thought she'd be taken care of. 
Well, I got news for you. She's 15,000 upside down before a little minor accident. Now she's 20,000 upside down. And she was one of those percent that bought something she didn't intend to buy. Now she's unhappy with the purchase. Now she's buried $20,000 and she can't get out. I feel sorry, but ain't nothing. Hey, I ain't Santa Claus. I, I, ain't, I ain't Jesus. I, ain't, I can't do miracles. So, I mean, she's got to make the payment. She's got to suck it up. But these dealers twist you. They spin you. They four and ten square you because you're not prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually. I deal with preachers, a bunch of them. And I had a preacher, and he's, he's in Cisco, Texas today. And when he showed up in my lot 20 years ago, he owed 10000 too much on his truck. His wife owed 10000 too much on her van. And we became friends because he was a car guy and he was a preacher. And I just got saved. I was looking for anybody that was somebody else's saved. You know how it is. When you get saved, you don't tell anybody about it. But when you find one of them Christians, you can go ahead and talk a little bit about it. You know, I was early saved. You know, you don't brag about it. But after about four or five years, you get you get out of that insecurity and get secure. Remember, secure tracks love. Insecurity chases after love. I was a little insecure in my walk, so I was searching for those people, and he was a good Christian man, great preacher, has a great church in Cisco, Texas, and we worked through it. So we got him out of being buried on both units to have an equity, and I taught him the skills. I taught him what to do and what to say, and and for years, I sold him a BMW that was standard shift, and that's the only way, in my opinion, on a BMW, but that's beside the point. And he had a paid-for car for years, years. His wife was in great shape for years, and they still are. But too many preachers jump up, and they trust in the Lord, but they also trust in the salesman that don't really know their needs, don't really don't know their finances, and they walk out owing oh, ten and 20000 too much. You don't think a car salesman won't take advantage of a preacher? They used to call it three Ps, and I forgot. There's plumbers, preachers, and something else they love ripping off. And they make fun of the customer. I've listened to so many jokes. I was in a dealership here not long ago. Salesman walked in, flopped the deal down, said, well, did you close them? Yeah, I closed them at that figure. Oh, no. Ten pounder. And uh, you got to know the car the car lingo. Ten pounder means he made 10000 on a used car. They made 10000 on one. But you know what? They thought it was funny. I bet the customer wouldn't think it's funny if they knew. But that happens all the time. It takes a million and a half a month to open the door at a dealership. They got to make that money off of somebody. Guess what? The who they're going to make it off of, Bubba? Whoever walks in that door. They want them any and all of them. And back to my, me and my dad's situation, we became good friends. And like I told you, how do you, how do you know when you really forgive somebody? You want the best for them. You want to help them. You want to give. And our relationship changed. But my relationship changed everywhere. Once I got that bitterness out of me, that little demon that was floating around in there, got it completely out of me, my life changed. I become a giver instead of a taker. I wanted to help any and everybody. And what the Lord do brought me, and I've told you before, a gentleman had a drug habit of 27 years, been in church 10 years trying to get rid of that habit, and couldn't. And the Holy Spirit revealed to me. Of course, I, I had to go to Steve Sorensen. I said, Steve, I got this guy in my Bible study. I got a problem. He said, what's the problem? And I told him. He said, you know, no problem. I said, Steve, I've never done drugs. I said, the unforgiveness in my life was me, my bitterness. I was hooked on pride, greed, and the Joneses tried to keep up with me. Man, I tried to outdo everybody in the world. I said, I was the problem. I was the issue. Me, me, me was my God. My opinion was my God. Me. And I said, I've never walked in this guy's shoes. He said, no problem. Man. I said, Steve, you're not listening to me. How do I going to relate to this guy? He said, if God brought him to you, he put him in your Bible study, he'll give you the answer. Well, it took a little while, but the Holy Spirit revealed to me his real issues and what it was going to take for him to get off a 27-year habit of heroin forgiveness to his dad and the, the issues between him and his dad was deep and horrible horrible but he once he forgave him with his heart totally and it took 90 days to do that took three letters because they wasn't allowed to speak to each other he kept writing to him and he said i got the letter ready and i went out and got the red, le- letter and i read it i tore it up threw it in the trash he said what are you doing 
I said, it's not from your heart. You don't really mean it. You're just saying words. You've got to pray to the Lord. Enter healing. Heal, heal that problem. Go back to those issues and say, Lord, please forgive my dad because of his past, because his father and the grandfather, that was a carried curse that had walked through that family, had hung on to that family. What's hanging on to you that you can't let go? He finally let go. After the third letter, I read it, and I said, okay, mail it to your dad because y'all not allowed to see each other. He mailed it to his, la- his dad. The dad called him. They forgave each other. They cried over it. And addiction left. Did the addiction that's got a hold of you, do you want it gone? Are you walking with it? Are you carrying it? Is it a burden? Is it bitterness? Well, same issues that you carry every day. You walk into a purchase and trying to carry it again. We got a couple of minutes, and I'll continue this. 210-340-9585. It's 210-340-9585. And, you know, we're walking and carrying this baggage. It's messing up our mind. We can't think straight. We think about me, me, me. Oh, woe is me. You don't know what happened to me. Hey, I've had a lot of issues happen to me. I've been through a lot. I've done some wrong. Please forgive me, Jesus Christ, for what I've done. Hey, I hurt people with my intentions. I hurt people with my mouth. I hurt people with my abilities. I was blessed. I've been blessed all my life. I can negotiate with the best. I can outfigure with the best. I can do whatever. But I was doing it the wrong way. I was doing it for me, not Jesus Christ the Lord. I was doing it to take advantage of everybody in the world. And you don't know how much you can be. We walk uneducated. I want you educated. I want you to understand what's going on. I want your ability to tell. I want you open-minded. I want you to understand you're going into a battlefield. You're going into a boxing ring with professional people. And you're walking in there by yourself. You're not prepared mentally, physically, spiritually. Are you prayed up? Like I said, these preachers walk in. They intend, oh, man, the guy's smiling. And he says, praise the Lord, because he knows I'm a preacher. And the guy is cutting at your throat for every available dollar. And they trust in them so much, and they walk out, and they owe 20000 too much. And then they go over the curb, and they lose another two, three, five grand. Well, can you overcome that? Do you like being in prison with your banker? you got to make those payments. you got to bow down to them. you got to be on time. you got to keep your insurance up. you got to keep the car up. It's losing value. And you're praying that it's going to be worth something after you make them 84-month payments or 60-month payments. Talk to a gentleman on another radio show Sunday. Hey, man, I'm down to one payment. I'll buy me a new car. Why? Oh, you know, I'm down to one payment. I want to buy a new car. You want to continue to make payments? Your car is a good car. Yeah. It's got good miles. Yeah. Why not make payments to yourself? Instead of the bank, have some cash in there. Two years from now, your car's worth six grand today. He worked his tail off to pay that car down to pay it off, and he's, he's got $6,000 back. And due to the no miles on it, he didn't put that many miles on If he'd put 100,000 miles on it or more, he'd be down worth three grand. So I said, why don't you make payments to yourself for two years? And that way you'll have something in the bank. And build it up, you'll have 15000 in two years if you make five, 600-month payments. And then your car estimates going to be worth four grand. So you have 15000 you get the money's worth out of the car, then you buy you a new one or make another decision. Maybe you want to go four years and have 30000 in the bank. Make a better decision. Don't let the world tell you you've got to have a new car. Don't let the world tell you you've got to keep up with the Joneses. Don't let the world tell you you work hard and you deserve a new one. Yeah, if you got the money and the cash laying there and it's you know, you can pay cash for it, or at least half of it down, maybe you buy a new car. Maybe you can reward yourself. But if everything's paid for, all your finances, you understand what you're gonna lose, you understand, you know, what you're doing one hundred percent, yeah, you can do that. But we don't want you to just jump up one day, run down, buy your new car, drive it off the showroom floor and be 20000 upside down. Hey, we're looking at cars. I mean, new trucks are seventy, eighty thousand dollars $80,000. New Mercedes, over $100,000. Hey, new Escalades are $90,000. You know, 
I just sold an Escalade the other day for fifty two five. It was ninety thousand dollars new. Ain't it fun? Ain't it fun? Don't you just love it? Well, I got news for you. They lose money as soon as you go over that curb. It's your choice. Take my advice and do whatever you want to. But I'm trying to educate her. Proverbs one five says, "Let the wise listen and add to their learning." I tell you what, I I got called on a Harley a 2010 Harley Davidson Fat Boy, had 945 miles. Don't you know that boy had to have that Harley? Gonna love it. Gonna ride it. Gonna look cool. Gonna buy me four thousand dollars worth of apparel. I think that's what the average person does when they buy a new Harley. They buy four thousand dollars worth of T-shirts and jackets and boots and cool stuff. And he only put 945 miles. He could have done better with a bicycle and not lost the money because it's not worth nowhere near what he paid for it new. You know, was that an emotional buy? Or do you think that it, the exercise equipment that we got to have and we're really going to get after it, and now you put clothes on, it's a clothes hanger? What kind of what you made purchase lately that you really realized that you didn't need? Are you going to do that same mistake next time? Why? What caused that? Every action we have. When I went into a rage, and when I was a pure heathen, when I went in that rage, it's because of some hurt, some need in the past that was carrying on till today. That that would eat at me. And I would have a reaction to something somebody said or somebody did or something I was trying to please myself with. And if it didn't work out my way, it would put me in a rage. It put me really upset. Now, there's still things that kind of push my button today. But there was things there. That button was so touchy you could whisper on it and it would go off. And I'd live in a rage. Are you living in a rage? Is unforgiveness bigger in your life? So big in your life it controls everything you do. Unforgiveness so big in your life that you can't forgive the ones that love you and try to do the best with you. Are you still carrying it on? You you know you you remember what you want to remember, but the bad times you don't remember. Do we block so many things out of our life? The bad decisions, the bad purchases, the bad things that's going on in our life. Are we that way? Or, or is our unforgiveness and bitterness controlling us so much that we can't make the right decision? We were in a, I was in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I got hired by a company, a large antique car auction, to teach his children how to do a post-sale close deal. And that's where you take the cars that didn't sell and somebody's interested. You sell them on the car, make a deal, and close the car after the sale. And so Dan Cruz happened to be Dan's greatest auctioneer, in my opinion, around, especially in San Antonio. And he said, talk to these people. they got some issues. So I was, I was talking to the man. My wife was talking to the lady. And this lady, her husband had died and left her a 57 Corvette Fuley. Woo, mercy. And I mean, it was restored into the T. It was baby doll worth about 85000 at that time. This was about 15 years ago. And I was in between training these kids and putting deals together. And uh, the guy says, uh, my wife and the lady went to the bathroom and prayed. And they came back out. And uh, the wife, uh, my wife and this lady was talking. And she told her boyfriend, said, yeah, we were in the bathroom praying. And uh, he said, yeah, she's the Christian. I said, well, you're not. He said, oh, no, I don't. I said, well, I feel sorry for you. You haven't experienced what we've experienced. You haven't walked what we have. You haven't seen what God's done in our lives. You haven't seen the miracles we've seen. I tell you what, I was I was in your shoes years ago, and I'm glad I'm not. Because I'm going to tell you, he's changed my life, changed my attitude, changed my common sense, changed everything about me. And I'm sorry you haven't experienced that. And the, wife, and the girlfriend said, well, I've been so mixed up, I don't know what to do. Well, the boyfriend wanted the girlfriend to sell the Corvette and give him the money to get in business. I love you for your money, honey. Hey, oh, I'm going to tell you, poor women, when you lose your husband, don't find a boyfriend that's grabbing and snatching and trying to get everything. I see so many women lose their wives, and they get them a boyfriend. First thing to do is buy them an antique car. Oh, man, he's going to love the car, but I ain't sure he's going to love you, lady. So you got to be prepared. Make better decisions. Are you trying to chase after? Are you insecure? You're chasing after love, buying a boyfriend, an automobile. Are you? Why don't you just 
Be secure and attract love. Attract somebody who loves you for who you are. I hope I'm making a difference in your life. Go to LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. I'm Randy Adams. You can give me a call at my office, 830-65-7159. And my mobile number is 830-708-4789. Be glad to talk to you. I want to listen to you. I want to learn from you. I want to answer your questions. Go to House of Free Auto Buying. If you don't want to walk into a dealership, you want the best car from the best dealer at the best price, get the most for your trade, understand the total part of it, and it costs you $195. We save people thousands of dollars, and it costs $195. But learn to buy and sell cars.com is free. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your children to go to there because I want to educate you. I want to be the best I can be. I want to teach you the good, the bad, and the ugly. And if you've got something you're sitting on you need to sell in December, talk to your CPA. We buy the good, the bad, the ugly. We buy any kind of car, any kind of truck, vans, uh, equipment, all kinds of stuff. Instead of waiting in December to try to dump the stuff, call me now because there's some value in it now. It's easier to get rid of it. Your CPA CPA wants you to write it off at the end of the year. Write it off now. Get your business tend to now so it's not a stress at the end of the year. We buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Go to my website, learntobuyandsellcars.com. Describe your car. I want to buy it. I want to be your mentor. I want to make a difference in your life where you can teach others. Take credit. I don't care. I don't need the credit. I know what I'm doing. I know I'm giving because I love giving, and I want to be your mentor. I want to be your friend. And let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you the truth whether it hurts or not. Hurts me or not, or you or not. We need to know exactly what we're doing, the direction we're going, what your vision is, what God's got for you. Encourage yourself. Encourage yourself to be the best person you can be. Wisdom is to know the difference. And I want to give you that wisdom. I want you to know the difference. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.